0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Mandarin Blueprint Podcast. I have with me another very special guest, uh, Benjamin. Hi, Benjamin. Is it Benjamin or Ben? Sorry. Uh,
1: Benjamin's fine. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Okay. So thanks for getting in touch and letting us do an interview with you. Uh, Would you mind starting off by just telling us a bit about yourself?
1: Sure. Yeah. um, I'm from the US. Mm. Um, I did a little bit of uh, security analysis in my first job out of university and then Spent a few years in the Bay Area doing software engineering, and uh, recently uh, I moved to Taiwan. And uh, can you hear me?
0: Yeah, I can hear you fine. <laughs> What's up?
1: Oh. Oh, right. No, okay. It disconnected your end. Right, maybe it's on my side. Sorry.
0: Uh, probably my side, actually. I'm in Dali at the moment. And um
1: Here, maybe I should turn off my video.
0: Yeah, I'll do the same. I'll do the same. Uh okay. usually it's okay this time of day, but I'm in Dali in Yunnan province and it's although it's very nice, it's kind of <laughs> it's not exactly known for great internet. Um so it's don't blame yourself, it's probably me. Okay. All right, all right.
1: Uh yeah, so I was staying in the Bay Area. So, I, I did some time in the Bay Area um, and then I decided to move to Taiwan recently. I um, was wow. a little tired of being stuck in my apartment all day, every day. Mm. And uh, I was studying Chinese with Mandarin Blueprint and with tutors online. So, it just seemed like the right thing to do.
0: Awesome. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah. what have you been to Taiwan before?
1: Yeah, I have been here a couple of times before. Um, one of my previous partners was Taiwanese. And I also came uh, years ago when I was doing like a Magical
0: mystery tour with my friend across Asia. So, yeah. So it's kind of a, well, at this point, it's a safe haven for you away from the, <laughs> yeah. the nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm saying I was, I'm similar in a similar situation. I, um, we're in we're in uh, China in Dali at the moment, and it's just the UK, it seems to be getting crazier and crazier. I'm just like, I think I'll just uh, wait it out over here. Right. <laughs> see right. how that goes. Yeah, yeah. So, Taiwan, like, why Taiwan? Do you, do you know why you chose it in the first place?
1: Uh, yeah, so this was actually the first place I visited when I was uh, traveling for a year in Asia. And oh. I think it just, like, really set the pace as, like, a really fun and exciting and carefree kind of place to live. Mm. Um, everyone seems really friendly. Education seems high value or highly valued here. Um, public infrastructure is really good. Um, maybe I'm a little used to... Too used to use the democracy. And uh, I don't know, like, uh, oh, the, the the power outlets are the same as the U.S. So, like, you know, what's not That, the love? that was the icing <laughs> the
0: cake. That cinched it, did it? Right, right. <laughs> Sockets. Brilliant. Um, yeah, similar to me, actually. I uh, That's what happened to me. I, I traveled around China and Chengdu was my favorite place of all the places I went. So when I came mm-hmm. back to actually live long term, like, I'm going straight to Chengdu and see how that works out. So that was your main reason for learning Chinese? Just I like Taiwan, or uh, was it your partner originally?
1: Uh, uh, yeah, I I think I'd done it from a practical perspective. That mm. just seemed like a wonderful idea to be able to talk to more people, and so I'd actually considered Spanish as well. Um, yeah, me too. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, <laughs> I, I had dated someone who spoke Mandarin in the past, and so that just seemed like that seemed like a that pushed me over the edge towards. Chinese I guess Mandarin Mm. yeah.
0: Do you feel that now that you're a bit further along do you feel like your goals have developed in any way?
1: Yeah um, I've had like a long-term goal for the last two years of just getting to a point where I can like live my life in China or Taiwan like or Singapore I guess like Mm. going to the doctor or like getting an apartment or uh, I don't know Going to a bar and ordering a drink. I mean, all these things are like simple and separate, but like I think, uh, I'm sure you know this because you learned Mandarin. Like every time you interact with someone, you don't can't speak to them. It's just like one, it's just like a, 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 I don't know, a list of frustrations. Or like, I don't know, it's kind of nice when you succeed, but it's also kind of embarrassing when you fail. And
0: uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it can be, it's not exactly a pleasant experience. It can be, you know, it can be interesting <laughs> for sure. Right. But, uh,
1: it's like even when you think that you've constructed some sentence that makes sense based on how you understand the grammar, mm-hmm. the people are like, I don't know what you just said. Like, what Like, I don't know. People are just like, I don't
0: know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah it, it's not like, it well, when you, you know, you try, you're learning a lot. Sometimes you put a lot of effort in for a long time and then you're like, oh, I'm going to try out this thing. And <laughs> so you get that blank stare and you're like, it, it hurts a lot more because you put so much yeah. into
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So um, so what, you know, how did you, I'm always interested in how, because there's so many products out there for learning Chinese. There's so, there's so right. many, so and, you know, we're not exactly on the first page of Google. We're relatively new. So how did you find us and, you know, how that journey been so far? Yeah, I
1: actually don't exactly remember how I came across Mandarin Group. Blueprint. Oh, I know what it was. It was the Mandarin Companion uh, interview with uh, Phil, I think. Oh, awesome. Um, I think that's what it was. But I tried like outlier and l- linguistics stuff before, and it was working pretty well. Um, but I liked that, like the the Maryland method, or and subsequently the Mandarin Blueprint method had like uh, a fully fledged out the framework because I feel mm-hmm. like the like creating a story about each character without having like the props and the scenes was just like, it's like, it felt like I was starting from scratch every time. Cause I'm I'm really into mnemonics, yeah. this kind of thing. But just like, yeah, when I was just trying to do it ad hoc on my own, mm. I'd like do something for a character and then I'd see the next character, which had like, I, I would realize the story I constructed was like very similar. And like the character like doesn't, I can't distinguish between these two characters based on the story that, or the mnemonic I created you like oh this one's kind of like that and this one oh shoot that's like the same character but with like one minor change oh shit like <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: i know exactly yeah. what you're talking about
1: so the fact that like the this technique like uses everything in the character and like it's you know it's there's, like a one-to-one relationship between the meaning and the sound in the character i think which is like a really good uh selling point for me
0: mm because i mean that shows that you're definitely you know you're a smart guy you're on the ball you're trying to look for a, a shortcut but and and that is a shortcut you know doing it uh, making a mnemonic device each time but man does that take a lot of energy maybe right. quite, maybe a little bit less energy than just writing it out a thousand times <laughs> brain right, so. right, right. but still it's uh yeah it's, it's a tough one so we you know yeah a lot of people say that we sort of take the leg work away and right right all the, all the mainly take the most, most of the boring stuff and annoying stuff away, and so just let <laughs> you do all the, the, the making fun movies in your head.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So was there anything specific that you were facing, like an an actual issue? You were like, okay, I'm, I need to go and look for something else. So what were you using originally to learn Chinese? Um, or maybe you were using, you're still using it currently. But what were you, what problem were you facing? you were like, okay, I've got to try something new, and then you mm. f- led you to find us
1: uh i don't really think there was anything i think i just knew that i needed some kind of uh framework for the long term of learning the characters and uh one of my friends who had helped me a lot with mm. learning uh or like getting my chinese learning started up he just like is amazing and he just like doesn't need anything he just like looks the characters and just does it somehow and i hate those guys yeah those yeah he's great also <laughs> uh, i hate him too <laughs> uh, uh He's like the person who spends like six hours a day studying and like, I'm like, I really envy that, but it's not me. I don't think I can do like six, eight hours of studying every day.
0: He does it like the traditional way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, now, now he's fluent in Chinese, so he's learning Japanese. So like, whatever.
0: <laughs> Done. All right. Next one. our oh, web. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you could actually, well, first of all, let's establish what your goals are. Mm-hmm. Um, Long term, mid- medium term, short term. Like, wh- where do you want to be? Uh, where you can say, okay, like your friend, you can say, okay, I'm done with Mandarin. I'll, I'll you know, or I'll, at least I'll keep it at this level forever, mm-hmm. and I will uh, move on to another language.
1: I guess my my goal is sort of just like a sense, um, a sense that daily life feels a certain way. Um, I mean, I guess I have short term goals, like I want to be doing. I uh, I've been following the like four strands method of like input output uh new What's material and four Sorry?
0: strands I've never heard of that Oh
1: oh yeah yeah it's I mean it's probably what most people do but basically the idea is like you should be having um meaning focused input like reading and listening meaning focused output like speaking and writing mm. um and then so that's those are, those are two strands the third one is um learning new material like characters or words or grammar and then the fourth one is like improving your fluency and so the theory that this academic or this person has is like who created this idea is like you should have a 25 25 25 25 split of all these things for your t- for your time 25 percent right 25 percent of your time so i've been trying to like uh, i've noticed like my listening is not very good um it's, it's very obvious when you could talk to people and they say things that you know but you didn't understand them because you know, like reading and listening are different. Um, mm. but, oh, I need to like, I need to like work more on that. Or like, like, I don't, I don't think I would have consciously tried to do um, fluency exercises or like speeding exercises, like where you try to improve your speed. But I think like shadowing is also like part of that as well, to some extent, um, where you just like try to say, like you just like kind of mimic the sounds, but also like as you're mimicking the sounds, you're sort of like improving the, the flow of your own,
0: Speech. yeah well w- w- that's actually really interesting i mean i completely agree with it straight away uh pretty much i'm not sure about the 25 percent thing right um personally like I'd, i'm not saying I'm, i disagree it's just an interesting like it's, it's completely equal because that might work for like someone who's starting from scratch but usually when people start like finding out about this stuff they are usually like a, a good chunk of the way into their language mm. uh, so you've got an imbalance that's already there yeah um so like for example you with listening perhaps so you might need to spend like for a while you might need to spend like 50 percent of your time on listening or something like right
1: that. right right yeah I think this is just like an idealist shoot for for uh classroom teaching but then like you can kind of incorporate into your own learning but yeah I mean I really I, like I'm not saying like this is the only way <laughs> I mean no no I, mean, no, I,
0: I really like it yeah. I'm gonna look into it um further what, what's it so input essentially input output and then there was one more and then fluency uh, what was
1: uh, just, it was like learning new new stuff like you should oh be spending,
0: like, yeah like, like building yeah. your characters and words essentially right. yeah and so grammar and yeah. i'll just call that learning i like that I'm yeah. no, I'm not i forget into...
1: what it's what the actual word is like meaning or learning focus learn, no i don't forget what it is but yeah
0: I, I, was, I was just about to ask you what's a cool word i could use to sum that up that's really good um i completely i completely agree um yeah. So you essentially just want to keep working on those four elements and you want to have a an easier time and have those sort of rushes that you get from daily life when you actually successfully communicate what you want and you understand mm. what their reply is and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Can have you had any sort of uh recent times where you can you know, recent accounts of that you can share with us where you've had some successful sort of uh you had that rush of like, man, I've made an improvement lately
1: yeah um like i was recently visiting a friend and his family for mm. the new year's uh last week mm. and he actually helped me learn because i realized i knew all the characters and that makes it really easy for me to learn phrases if i know all all the characters and he taught me like uh for like the new year's it was like nice. like the nice, all your dreams come true or whatever and so like yeah that was I think that was a big moment well, I, I was saying it to like his his aunts his his father's uh, sisters and uh, everyone was like oh yay like Clapford the, the foreigner who can like speak a little bit of <laughs> our language <laughs> But no, it, it was actually really good it was it felt really good people were impressed and because I don't think they expect the foreigner to say such idio, idiomatic no such uh, like idioms idioms like this
0: yeah like that, that's uh that's very impressive and you, you know when it's kind of condescending <laughs> you know when it's like yay you said hello um, you can tell but then other times you're like you know these people are genuinely happy and impressed yeah. by me right now they're yeah, not yeah. they're not they're not taking the mickey out of me <laughs> you know yeah
1: yeah
0: well that's brilliant yeah and i'm sure you'll have more and more moments like that uh is it mainly speaking that you're you're noticing an improvement where else are you noticing improvement?
1: yeah i mean i guess i've been reading graded readers for a few months now so i I definitely noticed, so I, I think I emailed you guys a while back about the traditional characters and they to to transition to that. And so when I first started reading, when I read my first graded reader that was in traditional characters, that was like a, whoa, like mm. it's really that easy to just like learn characters. And I think I was learning like at that point, 10 traditional characters a day because I already knew most of the props and it wasn't like, most of them were pretty similar, you know, to the simplified mm. except for like the the silk and this one is like a more a fancier silk component or whatever right right or like the i forget what the prop is that you guys use the megaphone whatever
0: mm. the yeah i that's even how to describe it little i i call it the little, yeah, the little, I. Okay, I'm little I learned on the subject
1: yeah it's uh, like something else in the traditional
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's essentially yen isn't it the entire character yen uh for speech. okay okay
1: yeah i don't remember yeah that sounds right <laughs> that's
0: something that we really because we've got as you can imagine so many requests to switch up you know to oh. a, to provide a traditional character learning system as well as the simplified because we only focus on simplified right
1: oh it's so much easier i think this is actually i feel like this is the right way to go though like even if like the simplified characters are just so much easier to learn so like yeah, I like you know i'd be learning um i think it's like you like you like uh in, guy, uh, in uh like should. Um, oh, in, yeah, in guy yeah. Yeah, in guy like the, the in is like really complicated. It's like four components and they're like, or what else? Uh, I don't know, there's a few ones that are just like, what? Like <laughs> really simple, you know, common characters that are just like, you need like seven separate components written. And it's just like, mm. yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I started and Simplified. I think like I was able to go to traditional because I had already gotten confidence in the system and like i think it'd be difficult to learn i mean if you need to and then you can do it but it's like i think my motivation would be harder to to fuel with starting from scratch and traditional characters
0: yeah i completely agree it's also just generally the the amount of if you look at the ratio between simplified learners and or people that you know people that find that useful and people that find traditional characters useful it's just it's just no comparison there's so much more you know like yeah. uh, you know uh, Singapore like you know Hong Kong and things like that Taiwan they are very very developed and more close to sort of first world and, and they mm. they do have a lot you know they have a lot more weight to them but um, so we do really want to do it but it's just not only is it hard to sort of jump into traditional characters as a learner it's also really hard for us to completely restructure everything we do about our, our course you know totally. 4,500 lessons like <laughs> it's going to be so much work um to yeah. redo it um but it's just something that niggles away at both of us like oh, i really want to get traditional characters for everyone because mm-hmm. you know, there's so many people that want it but you know it's on the list it's on the list of things for us to do <laughs> at some point yeah so,
1: well, pleco pleco was definitely like uh, invaluable and yeah. I think I think you guys actually ended up sending me like a spreadsheet of the like breakdown of like which characters depend on which components but Pleco was also really helpful for like when we find new characters that mm. just, when I find new characters to just um, know which components to use and also like Pleco will tell you like uh, the, the Pleco app will tell you like oh like this character's in these characters or sorry mm. this, yeah this component's in these characters and so you can sort of like guess whether it makes sense to even learn that as a prop or like uh whether you should just learn it as a separate like whether you should uh use its components as props and the character i'm not mm. sure that makes sense but, no it but does it does
0: it's okay, uh it's it is invaluable uh for things yeah. like this um i still i still use it on a daily basis mm. and uh, but i've sort of uh when it comes to things like sentences i often go to DAO oh, instead okay okay uh, just because I find that the the sentences on Yo Dao are a bit, because the native dictionary app, is made for Chinese people to learn English. Uh, it tends mm. to have more sort of just better sentences. Examples. Yeah, yeah. Actually, Pleco can be a bit weird. It has like, you know, Mao Zedong's little red book in there and sort of weird <laughs> stuff. I'm like, okay, uh, you know, comrade, yeah. comrade that. And I'm like, okay, all right, well. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, might, I, I remember using Pleco to make, uh, for a long time, I always used it for my sentences uh, and I copy them into my flashcard system. And and I'd spent hours and hours doing this uh, weeks and weeks. And then suddenly my, as I'm, I'm reviewing them, my friend would like, this happened at like several times. He would just look over my shoulder and just be like, we've never, we haven't said that since the sixties. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, Yeah. No one says that. It sounds weird. Don't say that. And I'm like, damn it. Like, how do I, I spent so much time making these sentences? Um, so
1: yeah. But- yeah. I feel like there's um like a 10,000 Chinese sentences deck floating around out there for Enki mm-hmm. that I grabbed a couple of years back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's been really helpful. It's yeah. just like, oh, like this is a character and like, I don't have example sentences from you guys. Like, is there anything? Oh, great. There's this, there's these three sentences I can add. Um, they're not closes. They're they're not closed relations. They're like just simple back and front cards, mm-hmm. but uh, that's fine, you know?
0: yeah you could always convert them as well it'd take it that's, that's true you might have to hire someone on fiverr.com <laughs> or upwork to right. do ten thousand sentences right. but uh, it would be worth it i think but uh, i've actually just released a video on uh, we sent it through our newsletter and on the community forum just today actually just a couple of hours ago mm. just with where I, I walked through how to do sentence mining um how to find oh, okay. online and how to create flashcards with them have you done anything like that yourself yet or do you think you're not um high i mean level i've done a
1: stuff? ton of like programming like data mung- munging like stuff yes. around but i don't think no i don't think i've done that i think usually when i encounter a word i don't know it's beca- it's in context and so mm. i can usually grab like in a graded reader when amazon kindle app or whatever i can usually grab it um But then I guess I also use Pleco's sentences, but like you said, maybe some of them are better than others. So no, I'd be interested in learning more about that. Definitely.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, where are you in the course at the moment, uh,
1: Benjamin? Uh, I just finished the intermediate or the level 36, I think is where it was.
0: Oh, brilliant. So, yeah. So, I guess
1: HSK one through three or something. Mm I
0: don't know. (laughs) You are, well, don't worry about the HSK right now. Um, Okay. uh, (laughs) Yeah. We're uh, not saying don't worry about doing it. You should go ahead and do the sure, extra sure, extra sure. one. But I mean, uh, in terms of like, the actual character order and stuff, I think I did did take a little sneak peek at your the back end, like what, you, what you're what you up to. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think it looks like you've done at least 500 characters at this point.
1: Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Something like
0: that. Which is really quite impressive. And that obviously comes with hundreds of words and uh, thousands of sentences or, you know, hundreds, many hundreds of sentences as well yeah um, so tell me how it's all going
1: it's going really well because i think i think like i feel like there's a path as long as i put in the time that i will make it to conversational mandarin mm. yeah so that's yeah, going really good this method really solid and yeah it's going well
0: yeah. so like how long on average does it take you to learn a character these days using our
1: methods Probably each in a sitting, I'll probably spend like 30 seconds to a minute thinking of a mnemonic or like thinking of a scene, but then maybe the long tail of like all the reviews and relearning on average, I'd say probably like three to five minutes for a character.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, you, you add in the review time as well. That's, that's awesome. We got, I can tell, yeah, cause you said you're, you're into coding. Is that sort of for your background? Yeah yeah we have we have it's it's, it's uh well, it's not weird at all actually because of the way our system is structured but we have so many the people that of the people that make it really far into the course a surprising chunk of them are like are coders yeah i'm guessing you probably doesn't <laughs> surprise you very much
1: right <laughs> yeah I, I know a lot of people who are have a shared interest in language and programming mm-hmm.
0: Mm, it's just that it must be the systematic nature of it um so it sort of gets them it's like yes yeah, logic logic
1: logic. this is awesome or it's all the otaku people who are watching anime and want to i don't know maybe there's some kind of obsessive trait And yeah i'm not really sure right,
0: right. so of the course itself um which of if you had to pick say three parts of the course um that you could sort of delve mm-hmm. into a bit that you particularly enjoyed or they think they've made the biggest impact on you could you tell me a little bit about that
1: sure uh i think the first thing the first one i already said was like the method uh, is just really useful and like having a framework for creating a monix is just so useful mm-hmm. um that's definitely one of the big things uh maybe one of the other ones would be like like you guys provide the characters in a really convenient order, like not from like most common necessarily, but like most common combined with considering which components go into which characters. So that's like, super useful. Um,
0: so it's mainly and like that like, you've done legwork, all that legwork, the order itself, the structure, the legwork, just right.
1: Yeah. So I guess the third one, I would say is just like the fact that I didn't have to like guess at all during the course that I just sort of like, I mean, there's a lot of handholding and that was like really useful there's a lot of information online, but like no one, it's like really valuable when people actually aggregate a lot of like good ideas together into one thing. And so I think that's what this is.
0: So we've talked a little bit about your results so far, um, mm-hmm. you, you know, 500 characters. It seemed like you already, where was your, I don't think we established this quite yet. Where was your level before you found our course? Like exactly. Like what did you know in terms of simplified Chinese?
1: Oh, uh, very few. I had sort of learned some and then like the mnemonics I used weren't working as well. So I'd say it was probably close to like 10 to 20 characters. Not very good.
0: And did you have any sort of basis <laughs> or any foundational in terms of speaking? Um, anything like that?
1: Uh, yeah. Actually, I think my speaking was actually better because I was talking with a tutor um, every week or a couple times a week.
0: Mm. What would you say in terms of your results like what have you noticed day to day um or you know because you said that you had some like speaking breakthroughs lately which is great but uh, anything that you anything else that you can mention that you think might be a result of uh spending time with mandarin blueprint
1: yeah i actually can't remember if this is part of the character set that you guys teach but i learned um there's a character that's like uh Chui, i think which is like to droop oh definition. yeah actually I, th- I think that's it and so like we were i was having like hot pot with a couple of friends <laughs> and uh <laughs> i was like oh like this this i forget i like this Tai, Tui, or like i don't even know it's the right word but like the the two the two people i was with didn't know this character and then they looked it up and I'm like whoa like how did you know this and i was like i don't know like it was part of some other character i had to learn so <laughs> so that was like interesting like I don't even know if this is the right word like maybe people never use this to describe things drooping in real life that's usually the case I feel like so many characters like even if they're a word, I don't know like they're they're not used in the way you expect but uh, but still it was really it felt really good people were like whoa you know I always hear about people who say Japanese they're like whoa how do you even know like 10,000 characters I'm fluent I only know like 3,000 like or 5,000 I don't know it's like how do you do it it's like so I like, had one of those moments where I was like whoa
0: Yeah, yeah. We spent ten years in school, you know, uh, getting shouted at by angry middle-aged Chinese teachers, (laughs) and uh, you did it in a in a few months without anyone shouting at you. How did how did you manage that? You know, I'm I'm really interested in your experience reading, um, because of course, you know, you didn't know many characters, and now you're reading full books, Uh, well, graded books, but still, you're reading. Books, stories in Chinese, tell me about that that feeling of transitioning between looking at individual characters and successfully regurgitating that information to actually grasping an entire sentence and an entire paragraph, an entire story.
1: Yeah, I think there was there's sort of like this sentiment that you guys have in the videos that's like, don't worry if you don't necessarily understand all the grammar when you first encounter it, like just you know, you'll sort of get it as you go. And I think like reading is uh, definitely where that shines, where it's like, uh, even though I don't really know necessarily what grammar is being used, I can kind of tell like what they're trying to say. So like when I, I was think I was using like Man Companions, like breakthrough mm. 150 character books, creative readers, and, mm. and I was like, whoa, like how do I even know how to do it? Like, how do I know the meaning of this? Like, I definitely don't know like why those characters over there instead of over here, but like, I definitely know what they're trying to say. And I think that was like really, I think that was because I just had forced myself from you guys' encouragement to like not worry too much about specific, yeah, like this is yeah, specific grammar.
0: That's um, really hard, really hard habit to break, isn't it? Not, right. not caring about the why too much. <laughs>
1: right, 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 right. It's like, so you can't translate in English for most of Chinese, really. I think I like I've been trying to break out of that for such a long time.
0: We spend uh, a fair amount of our, our, you know, a fair amount of time every week responding to these sorts of questions. You know, how come the translation says this when it should be this, or, or I thought it was this, but it wasn't. Whereas when you, you know, I think that's one of the huge advantages that children have over us. It's not that they're smarter. It's not that they're. They just don't have that baggage that comes with being an adult, where I must know everything. Um, They just... Oh, I didn't understand. I remember reading Garfield books, for example, when I was a kid. I was obsessed with them. I think I had like... By the time I left home, I had hundreds of Garfield books. I just loved it as a kid. And obviously, there's occasionally adult, you know, ish humor that I would never get as a little kid, or American words that like slang that I had no idea what the heck they were talking about. Did I? Did I go and ask my mom? Did I? Did I get frustrated and put the book down? No, I just went, okay, I'll look at the next comic strip.
1: <laughs>
0: and I think that's what kids do. they will like, oh, I'll get it, you I'll remember that word. I'll laugh anyway, you know, because the picture's yeah. funny. Um, and we just don't tend to do that as much as, as adults. And I think it holds. Yeah. Us well. So well done on on that.
1: Yeah, it sucks when you don't know. It sucks when you when you when you about something as an adult.
0: <laughs> and there is a thing that I've 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 come across called from antimoon.com, which is one of my favorite blogs. Um, talks about language learning and he talks, talks about the pause and think method. Whereas, it, you know, we don't have to do this all the time, but if you're reading something, you take your time, you relax. And if it's something that you don't understand uh, or there's just sort of a curve ball, you pause and you look at the sentence and you think about it and you look at it again you think about it you just keep thinking. You don't stress out about it. If it comes to you, then it comes to you. If it doesn't, then you just move on. But really take the, an extra few seconds or a minute just to sit there and go, hmm. And let it sink in uh, and if it doesn't work then just, just keep going and I, it makes okay. such a big difference either again don't do that all the time um but generally that's a thing you can do if it's your lack of understanding is starting to starting to bother you you know right so yeah well done for that um what would you say about the so the stories on the course i'm interested in what you think because obviously you're reading a uh, mandarin companion um how would you what do you think about the graded
1: readers that we provide? Uh, I guess I, I personally didn't actually use the paragraphs and essays very much. Um, mm. I think I liked that the that these ideas showed up in the sentences, but I think because I already spent a lot of time outside of it reading that it wasn't, mm. I think I found it a little like jarring to be faced with a paragraph when I'm in this like mode of like quickly going through like characters and, and words and so I'd usually like grab the audio and text and like download it for later but then I I don't think I've used many of them uh, mm. personally uh, but I think like if I didn't have greater readers that they would be pretty useful mm. um I still I still want to go back and read them because I basically know the whole story I just haven't like put it together <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah the paragraphs and, and and the whole story like the the Little Red Riding Hood and, uh, or was it xiao Hong Mao? Yeah, and, uh, uh, yeah, like, I basically know the whole story. Like, I, I think reading a sentence, I'm like, oh, this is the part where this happens, but. <laughs> it's hard it to
0: transition. I completely get it. It's hard to transition from yeah. one style of learning or reviewing and jump into another one. Uh, you kind of need a break, and then oh, no, I'll come back to it later, because, <laughs> I mean, I'm in sentence close, delete, yeah. reviewing mode, and I don't, I don't want to go to right. just, shadowing mode right now, Yeah, I, yeah, I completely yeah. get that. That's interesting, you know, I've never heard that yet um, so far. I think
1: having those though as, as shadowing resources is really useful though. I've definitely done that with the earlier dialogues, I definitely did a lot of shadowing because I think it's hard to find good shadowing content or yeah. Uh, resources, yeah.
0: How did you learn about shadowing?
1: Uh, my friend who was helping me get started a long time ago sent me this research paper Mm. They talked all about, like, I don't know, neurological reinforcement and, like, uh, that was was where I learned, like, getting good pronunciation in the beginning is really important uh, because you'll just, like, reinforce bad pronunciation for years if you do it wrong. And then they also talked about shadowing. Mm. Uh, Oh, I think also, what's that guy who knows, like, a million languages?
0: (laughs) Argelis. What is it? Uh, alexander Argelis. that I
1: sounds think. right yeah he, this is the guy who like who like encourages people to shout like walk and shout while they're reading and listening or something
0: mm. very that- yeah, very loud sort of clear voice straight back
1: yeah yeah uh i think also i've listened to him talk a bunch and so
0: mm. yeah he's, he's the real deal for sure and he's actually like a you know, that's what he does he gets up at I don't know what time in the morning, like really, really <laughs> early. He's got like three kids, I think, as well. And he just gets up and he learns languages, and that's his and he shouts. Time. Yep. And he shouts.
1: I just like imagine him walking walking around his town, just shouting as he's reading <laughs> a book.
0: In like ancient Greek.
1: <laughs> right. right. He's
0: learned all the all the you know the useful languages. he's yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. Uh, but he, he can really do it. It's very impressive. Um, I've watched a few of his videos um yeah tires me out he would do a video just talking about his daily schedule and i got tired just watching it i'm gonna go lie down
1: (laughs) (laughs) i guess that was a bit of a transition for sounds or speaking was like uh up until i moved to taiwan a few months ago i was only hearing the recordings which i assume are all mainland accent the two the woman Mm. and the man Mm. uh whoever you guys use and so that took a while to get used to, because I was just so used to saying like sure, you know, and uh, "dr," you know, like all the like, I don't know. Uh, the Hwa. Yeah, the yeah. Is that right? okay? Ar hua, okay. Mm. Uh, is that the concept? That's like the name of the. Uh, yeah, so you're okay, talking about
0: okay. the the R at the end. Yeah, what? yeah, but mm. also
1: just like just a lot of the small. I'm trying to think what else. You know, Taiwanese the Taiwanese accent is much so much lighter and like i don't
0: know yeah yeah no, i have like, heard about that there are differences for sure
1: so that was like a bit difficult in the beginning getting used to it speaking and also listening because people people speak so lightly like i remember i was trying to buy it's like one of those restaurants in taipei it was like you don't know if it's like someone's house or if it's like a restaurant and they just mm. have like <laughs> a bunch of people sitting down at a table and there's like a bunch of like boxes of different veggies and meats and so i was like oh, like oh like i don't know i was like trying my best and mm-hmm. at the end she was like okay she's like she's so quiet i think i like didn't hear or you and i didn't hear like i didn't hear it because i think that she was just like so light she's, i didn't know what she was so talking about
0: so it's more like an s than an essay kind of so,
1: yeah it was just so lightly said mm. so like i i was like oh i was like and she was like, no, she's, uh, and it was just like really embarrassing. It was like, you tell, yeah, that's uh, You're telling me to go. She's like, Oh, it's $70. <laughs> well, I just, I just remember like, she's like, she's probably thinking like, all right, it's 70 quiet. And then I'm like 80 or, or I don't know, 60. And she's like, no, 70. This guy's like, terrible. No, I, like, I just, She was really confused when I didn't I <laughs> know. <laughs> she just not, did not get like what I was how I could get confused and it was quite a bit embarrassing but I went back there so many times that they like
0: me at the end <laughs> they get used to me by the end of the yeah that you know it still throws me off you know going around China there's just all the different accents everywhere different words they'll just throw out like in, in Yunnan they say ga at the end of everything <laughs> I'm like ga, what oh, ga? Okay. It basically okay. means like haoma you know like all right at the end of every like, oh okay
1: okay ga, like, oh, yeah like that's right in Taiwan they say like huan or something instead of Cool. I forget what it is. Oh, mm. Yeah, I don't remember.
0: And that's going to happen. That happens to native speakers. You know, you're going to get thrown off. Every right. if, if a right, native speaker went to Taiwan, like a native, say, Beijing, he would also get thrown off by the accent, at least totally. a little. You know, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, how would you let's just talk a little bit more about the course here? Because I'm interested in you, what you feel about the, well, mostly the community aspect. I, I don't know if i've seen you much in the comments but i think i've seen you every now and then but uh in terms of the forum the community like the the, the system we've got going on like the podcast things like that like is that is that helped you in any way or like, what's, what's your feedback on that
1: um i think the um i only actually recently discovered the forum, but the oh. comments comments on the video lessons uh were really helpful um, especially I noticed people had the same question as me. And so it was really helpful. Mm. I didn't have to like mm. ask it myself. Yeah, um, I found the comments really helpful. I obviously I haven't had a chance to use the forum much. I think actually I might look into it now though. Um, I didn't, I, for some reason I just didn't do a good job of navigating the website and I don't, I didn't know there was a forum or like, I, or maybe I knew, but like, I didn't know it was so comprehensive or so many, it was so active. So uh, yeah, we yeah get, I didn't use it the very much.
0: day and it, we have an, inter- and also you get, <laughs> kind of exclusive a lot of exclusive stuff in there or you get stuff earlier you know if you, you release a video or make a new video Phil makes a new video that's pretty much the first place we put it and share it with, with all our lovely members so i see i see yeah it's worth uh
1: and then podcast um i don't listen to that many podcasts so i haven't listened to the podcast although i probably heard i've heard a lot of it potentially because it seems like maybe you put the clarifications or like comment replies in the podcast videos or, or podcasts. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah. So we take people that reply to a comment. We take most of them or they, they make a comment on the course or they send us a great email. Um, we select probably most of them to go on the podcast and mm-hmm. that, sort of two birds with one stone. It answers the question in a really nice way and as detailed as we can. And then also we, we, we often cut that up and put it in the course itself. Got it. So it's something that that's something that we do, but um. Well, I'm glad that, I'm glad that you, uh, you're you planning on checking it out. That's good.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Do you have any further comments? Just anything that you'd like to add uh, before we finish up here?
1: I mean, I guess I want to say thank you for creating this course. Like, it's <laughs> been so invaluable. Uh, I'm not sure I would have gotten this far. I might have given up without Mandarin Blueprint. So thanks oh, a lot. <laughs> yeah,
0: you're very, very welcome. It's, it's, it's the reason we get up in the morning. It's so much fun. <laughs> Uh, i mean it's not always fun to I be you, also- you know yeah. it's not always fun you know figuring out oh the website's not working today for some reason or yeah. um oh yeah figure out how to sell this thing or whatever you know that some you know, some things are not fun but overall it's very I'm sure
1: real- there's a lot of TDM. Fun.
0: yeah for sure but it's but... Uh, it's all worth it in the end for sure you know, it's, doing it uh, get when i get feedback yeah. like that's great you were going to say something i think i interrupted you a little bit there
1: oh uh, no i was just going to say I, I think i had like a similar idea when I first started, I was like, ah, oh, there's gotta be like, maybe I should create some kind of monix framework, but then I found Mandarin blueprint. And, uh, I think I'll, I can make like a parallel to like software engineering where there's sort of this like idea that's like, don't, don't reinvent the wheel. I mean, that's not software engineering. That's just like good in general, but it's like people, mm. people in programming love to build things from scratch. Cause it's fun and it's creative, but like just pay someone to do something for you, like save yourself some time and <laughs> just use your money to like get things done. And like, like, yeah, I could come up with another method, but like the way you guys have is just so good. It's like almost perfect for what I needed. So I was like, why would I, why would I bother? <laughs> uh, it was really nice. I'm glad I found this sooner rather than later.
0: That was going to be, cause you, you never, um, I don't think we did a first interview with you. Um, this is actually no. second down the line once you've finished, cause you finished the entire foundation course. Well done again, by the way. Um, 36 yeah thousand common words um so you've kind of already answered this but i thought why the heck not because you didn't come to the first interview so I'm, i'll ask what we usually ask in the first interview which is why would you uh, would you recommend mb and why or why not oh.
1: um i've actually already recommended it there's like a wechat <laughs> uh i think it's the guys at manual companion they have like wechat group and i think someone oh. was like oh like how do you guys learn characters and i was like oh i use this it's mm. that's the market i think so
0: oh thanks so much
1: yeah. anyone who tells me if you're having trouble I'll like, definitely be like well maybe this won't work for you but it worked for me
0: brilliant thank you so much uh, Benjamin and with that at that note I think we'll leave it there uh, it's been All great right. chatting with you today and uh, you know keep going with the course Ciao. yeah y'all.
1: yeah <laughs> hopefully
0: you know if uh, well not hopefully definitely once you get to the end of the intermediate course uh, I'd love to have another chat with you
1: okay yeah Brilliant. Speak to you. Thank you so much.